This is the Bright Bit Evening News with your hosts, Bill and Lady Di, Preston Schmolfeld. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. North America and all ships at sea. This is the Bright Bit Evening News for Friday, June 9th, 2017. I'm your male co-host, William Orville, if you will, Preston Schmalfelt. And this is your female co-host, Diane Preston Schmalfelt. And that is a verifiable fact that she is, indeed, a female. I could flash you to prove it, but this is radio. Actually, we could, like I said the other day, we could do one of those Facebook uh, live things. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think my sister... Like that. <laughs> well, we just tell your sister not to watch, all right? <laughs> Is your sister the boss of you? No, she's not. Yeah, it, it, it took you more than a second to say no. So that leads me to believe no. your sister is the boss of you. Nah, I just don't want to deal with her. You just don't want to what? I just don't want to deal with her yelling. Well, what would she yell about there? Your boobs. <laughs> It's not like we, you know, took a picture of her in her house and her boobs. <laughs> what, what would she say? Oh, you show... Oh, um, Bill's a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, all right, so there'll be no Lady Die boobs this time. <laughs> I'm not promising that you'll never see them. I'm just saying that for the nonce, if yes. you will... It will be a boobless podcast. This is the Bright Bit Evening News, and uh, there is much news to share with you. Yes. For one thing, I uh, yesterday, we didn't do a podcast yesterday, because I fell out of bed in the morning. Yeah. This was not... Let me see if I can explain this, okay? When you've got Parkinson's disease, you are heir to all manner of frailties, One of which is vivid dreams. Now, they're rarely nightmares. I I very rarely have what you could genuinely call a nightmare. But in this dream, I I only remember the very tail end of it because I was at a restaurant or a buffet or some sort of uh, awards dinner or something. And somebody threw an onion ring at me. It was like a sautéed onion that had been dipped in ketchup. And I caught it on the fly, right in the ring, bing, right there on my index finger. Twirled it around a couple of times, popped it in my mouth, chewed it, and I smiled. (laughs) The guy who threw it, who was just a random nobody in my dream, I have no idea who this was. It wasn't you, Hogue. I'd have done much worse to you. (laughs) He picks up an empty dinner plate and flings it at my head. I grab it out of the uh, air and smash it on the table. And I proceed walking toward the individual. And on my walk toward him, I'm wondering, he's going to expect a punch. I shall surprise him with a well-executed savat kick to the head, to the side of his head, (laughs) which I executed flawlessly. I will say it was a wonderful savat kick until I woke up face down on the floor (laughs) and I had done this to myself. I'm about to take a picture of it here, so the listeners... Both of them will know what I'm talking about. Let's do the three, two, one thing here. Here we go. See, see? Now, there are some who say that is a crayon. But if you look closely at the picture, which I'm doing right now, you can see there's like little scabby marks on it. And it's an actual bruise. That comes from bouncing off the arm of the uh, bedside chair. And if you want to uh, come to uh, our studios here and measure the arm of the bedside chair, matter of fact, let me... <laughs> I, I have nothing if not accurate, okay? I, I, want the wor- I, I, I want them to see 
the bedside chair. This is the arm that I bounced off of here. Okay, you can see it shining there. First of all, let me get the wound out again so you can compare the two. And I'm going to point to the very end, distal end of it, or the proximal end, I guess, as well as to the... Uh, well, let me scoot back a little so I can get it in the picture. Fire! <laughs> All right, is it in the picture? Not yet. Okay, and back up a little more. There. Okay. There's the wound. And I've got my finger on the proximal end of the chair there. So you can match them up if you like. Break out your calipers, your compasses, your... All that fun shit. All that... Stuff that you wanted to throw away when you were done with school, but then you realized you might need someday, and you will see for yourself that they match up pretty nicely. Now, I lay there on my belly for a few seconds, my eyes still closed, wondering where in, where in the fuck I was. And then I realized I had just made a startling transition from dreamland to the real world. Uh, when you've got Parkinson's, you also, generally before you're diagnosed with Parkinson's, as a matter of fact, you get something called REM, which stands for Rapid Eye Movement, REM, Sleep Behavior Disorder. Are you lifting your shirt there? No, I had itch. Oh, you had, well, crabs or lice or what? No, just Bed an bugs? itch. Just an itch. Okay, well, if you'd, well, I would say if you'd shower more often, but you do I every day. Morning, yes. yeah. So I can't use that old excuse. <laughs> uh, have you checked your cat lately? Well, she doesn't have any hair, so if she had fleas, you'd see the colonies marching back and forth. Yes. So there's no... She's a hairless pussy. There's yeah. no way I'm going to... She has little hair on her ears and on her tail and some rudimentary whiskers. <laughs> what was I talking about? You're talking about REM disturbance. Oh, REM sleep behavior disturbance. You see, most human beings, when they are in REM sleep, which is the deepest part of sleep... That's when you dream. And one of your brain's automatic self-preservation techniques is to paralyze your muscles, by and large, so you don't act out your dreams. I act out my dreams. Now, the clonazepam I take every night is supposed to stop that. But, for some reason, night before last, it didn't. And I wound up on the floor. Now, I'm on my stomach on the floor. The cat is peering over the edge of the bed at me like, What'd you do that for? <laughs> I like cat. And all I hear from Di is, What if I was that? <laughs> what if I was that? I was out. Let me translate that for you. In Di speak, that was, What the fuck was that? <laughs> and then she started snoring again. Now, I made myself to my, I got myself to my knees and using the very chair that had injured me moments earlier, uh, got into a kneeling position and I looked over at Di and I said, I could really use a hand over here. And true to her word, <laughs> she extended her arm and placed her hand on the mattress by the edge of the bed. And I looked at it, and I thought, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I was real asleep. And she's... <laughs> so I check myself over, and nothing's broken. I'm not bleeding from anywhere. I fucked up my knees. They still hurt. I fucked up my arm, I had a slight bruise on the side of my face, but I hadn't broken anything, and for a while there I thought I had broken my arm, because I could barely feel my fingers, and even now my fingers are harder to move and, and slightly numb, so I must have, like, done, ow, Knocked a nerve yeah, or I must have, like, compressed a nerve or something running down the humerus. 
That's the name of that bone, by the way. The humerus. H-U-M-E-R-U-S. Yeah. Because I want bright bit news to be nothing, if not... Educational. Educational and entertaining. Yeah. So, uh, I got up, and Di says... And I said, I'm fine. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I could have been on fire. No, if you had... No, that would have set off the smoke alarms, and that might have woke you up. If you had actually... If you had not been able to get up and had actually broken something, you could have slapped me and I would have... No, I couldn't have. I'd be laying there unable to move, you silly woman. Well, you know what I meant. No, what I would have done is scream loud enough to be heard at the Waffle House next door. <laughs> and that would have woken me up, and I would have said, Shit, what what happened? No, you would have said, well, yeah, I, I, I sleep. <laughs> you go, Shh, you'll no. wake the cat. No. Meanwhile, the cat's looking at me already like, You want to do that again? <laughs> I didn't no. catch it all the first time. No, seriously, honey. If you had screamed like that, I... I oh, if yeah, I know. If, I, if I'd have been laying on the ground screaming in abject agony instead of being quiet in abject agony like I was, because I suffer very silently. I want you to know that now, in these uh, days and weeks before we are married, that I never complain. Never. You will never hear a word of complaint out of me. <laughs> you can see the look that I just gave him. <laughs> see, that's just the thing. You're not going to let me show your hoodies, so I'm not running the uh, Facebook Live thing, so why should, why should they see your eyes if they can't well, see your hoodies? I just gave him the classic definition of a side eye. <laughs> but you're looking straight at me. Well... How can it be a side eye? You see, right away, folks, right away, she's lying to you. <laughs> and speaking of liars, <laughs> Donald Trump, uh, he had a press conference today uh, with the president of Romania, at which he made some rather surprising announcements. Um, I want to get back to James Comey's testimony. You suggested he didn't tell the truth in everything he said. Uh, he did say under oath that you told him to let the Flynn, uh, you, you said you hoped the Flynn investigation, you could let... He could I didn't let say that. So he lied about that. Well, I didn't say that. I mean, I will tell you, I didn't say that. And, and did he ask you to pledge his And there'd loyalty? be nothing wrong if I did say it, according to everybody that I've read today, but I did not say that. And, and did he ask for a pledge of loyalty from you? That's another thing he said. No, he did not. So he said those things under oath. Would you be willing to speak under oath to uh, give your version of, of 100%. And I didn't say under oath. I hardly know the man. I'm not going to say I want you to pledge allegiance. Who would do that? Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? I mean, think of it. I hardly know the man. It doesn't make sense. No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. So if Robert Mueller wanted to speak with you about that, you I would be, be glad to, to, to tell him exactly what I just told you, Jim. Now, you know what I thought as I was listening to Donald Trump speak with uh, the reporter? Other than the fact that he's a complete and utter moron? Uh, uh, the, the reporter or Trump? Trump. We have to be clear here. Okay? Trump. Trump is a complete... Yeah, okay. Uh, he would make a great fourth stooge. <laughs> yeah. I'm... And as my fertile mind dwelt on the subject, I... Within the last hour, as a matter of fact, came up with this little ditty. See if you can catch the theme. Push me. I didn't say that. <coughs> Push me. I will tell you, I didn't say that. And there'd be nothing wrong if I did say it, according to everybody that I've read today. But I did not say that. Push me. This is all your fault, you. And I will tell you, I didn't say that. Push me. One hundred percent. Who would do that? I hardly know the man. Push me. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? Push me. Well, I didn't say that. What kind of a fool do you take me for? Why, is there more than one kind? Push me. It doesn't make sense, and I will tell you I didn't say that. This is all your fault, you. Push me. I didn't say that.
didn't say that. Well, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. And there'd be nothing wrong if I did say it according to everybody that I've read today, but I did not say that. Who would do that? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Hey, what are you smoking? Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. This is all your fault, you. One hundred percent. I hardly know the man. Who would do that? It doesn't make sense. I, follow I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. And there'd be nothing wrong if I did say it according to everybody that I've read today, but I did not say that. My microphone's not supposed to still be on, but it is, so I'm going to turn it off now. It doesn't make sense. I hardly know the man. Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? This is all your fault, you. And there'd be nothing wrong if I did say it according to everybody that I've read today, but I did not say that. I will tell you, I didn't say that. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I hardly know the man. What kind of a fool do you take me for? Why, is there more than one kind? One hundred percent. Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. I didn't say that. Well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I will tell you, I didn't say that. This is all your fault, you. Who would do that? I hardly know the man. Hey, what are you smoking? Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? 100, 100, 100%. This is all your fault, you. No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. I will tell you, I didn't say that. Quiet, numbskull. And there'd be nothing wrong if I did say it according to everybody that I've read today, but I did not say that. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Well, I didn't say that. I will tell you, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. I hardly know the man. It doesn't make sense. Who would do that? This is all your fault, you. Definitely one of the Donald's favorite words. Yes. Now, uh, I'm looking throughout my vast music library here. Casting. Might have it on iTunes here. Let's check and see. Speaking of which, the uh, Bright Bit Evening News has just been picked up by iTunes Podcast. So, uh, after the show today... Yes, I know. Finder quit unexpectedly. I'm ignoring that. Uh, so after the show today, I will go to our website, which is uh, BrightBit News. That's B R E I T B I T N E W S dot com, and post the link for you to uh, subscribe to this marvelous podcast that. Lady Di and I try to do on a nightly basis, except on the nights where I fall out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Which uh, hasn't really happened in a while. See, now where is... Uh... Hang on, let me just do a search for Trump here. I should have been more prepared. It happens to the best of us, honey. And even to me. Okay... Now here's a song, I'm going to play this instead while I'm looking for the other one. This is a song that I I recorded believing that the American people were not as stupid as they are. This is a song that I recorded a few days before the election, during which I believed that uh, Donald Trump would not win the presidency, and believe me, I was as shocked as everyone else when uh, watching the election returns, and I don't think it's going to let me because it's a wave file. Oh, we'll fix that in a second. Oh, this is going so well. It's a Friday. Yes. All right, let me well, see. Well, you know. Yeah, vamp, baby, vamp. <laughs> All right, we, we could always, you know... Do something else? 
talk about our thoughts on that whole mess that the uh, pussy song was all about. Okay, why don't you uh, share your thoughts about that? Well, I was watching that, and I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking to myself, Trump... You were thinking to yourself. Yeah. Who you, else Who else would you be thinking to? It's a figure. That's a redundancy. Anyway, we will not I have was, redundancies. I'm reporting you to the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> anyway, I was... <laughs> she blows me. I, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was thinking, can you be more of a fucking liar? <laughs> I mean... There, there, there was this show that I, this, this anime series that I used to watch when I was like 14, 15. Uh-huh. Called uh, Dragon Ball Z. And they used to have this thing become a, actually become a meme now. But so you've got a power level of 9,000. But he had a stupid level of 9,000 today. <laughs> okay, that sounds almost like a Dungeons and Dragon kind of nerd thing. <laughs> All right. I found it. I found the song. Here it is. This is the song that should have been played right after the pussy song you just heard moments ago. When you start, I like Friday, June 9th, 2017. 
Uh, I'm Bill Preston Schmalfeld. And I am Diane Preston Schmalfeld. And uh, I invite you to check out our sister site, BreitbartUnmasked.com. And this is one of the lead stories. Trump calls Comey a liar, yet claims vindication. President Trump called the former head of the Federal Bureau of Investigation a liar on Friday. And then, in practically the same breath, he said Comey's testimony vindicated him. Only one of those statements can be true. Either Comey is a liar, liar, pants on fire, or he cleared Trump with his testimony, in which Trump says uh, that testimony was all lies, except for the vindicate parts. Yeah, and talk about cherry-picking. Mm-hmm. And well, this is also why I say Trump is a moron. Cherry-picking, nose-picking, dingleberry-picking, whatever you have. Uh, Talking Points Memo put it like this. President Donald Trump on Friday responded to fired FBI Director James Comey's testimony the previous day. Quote, no collusion, no obstruction, he's a leaker. Trump was referring to the investigation into whether his associates colluded with Russia during the 2016 campaign. Comey said only that Trump himself had not been under investigation. And many interpreted Comey's description of Trump asking him to let this go, referring to the uh, federal investigation into ousted National Security Advisor Michael Flynn as the building blocks of an obstruction of justice case. Comey, Trump said at a joint news conference with Romanian President Klaus Iannis, Iohannis, I believe, quote, confirmed a lot of what I said, and some of the things he just he said just weren't true. What the fuck? <laughs> Trump, he, go ahead. Tommy's not a leaker. Your Russian prostitutes are the leakers. I uh, pee-pee on the mattress, right? <laughs> <laughs> Splash. <laughs> he confirmed a lot of what I said while he was lying, And some of the things that he said just weren't true, except for the parts that vindicated him. (laughs) It's... uh, I tell you what, I was far more optimistic about this whole Trump thing before he got elected. Yeah. In the uh, latter days of February... February. October... Yes. The latter days of October, before Comey released the uh, latest Clinton letter, I felt cocky enough to record this song. That's not it. Is it? That's grabbing by the pussy again, I believe. Okay, so I got it wrong. Let's just kill that now and we'll just spare ourselves the embarrassment. <laughs> you know what they say about people that don't know how to run their own radio program? I should have known this is 
phone call, he said it, and then during another phone call, he said it. So he said it once at dinner, and then he said it twice during phone calls. Did, did you call him? Uh, in one case, I called him. In one case, he called him. And did you ask him I under investigation? I actually asked him, yes. I said, if it's possible, would you let me know, am I under investigation? He said, you are not under investigation. What have I done to deserve such a fate? Oh, yeah, I know. But I found out too late Put down the smartphone Leave Twitter alone What good's a smartphone I'm dumb to the bone I'm a moron And I screwed myself right up the rear I'm a moron And I have no business being here But declined to share it with Attorney General Jeff Sessions assumption that Sessions would soon be recused. While those details were kept close hold, Comey says the next time he spoke to Sessions, quote, I took the opportunity to implore the Attorney General to prevent any future direct communication between the President and me. That in the business is what we call a cold ending. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is not going to go down in history as one of my better produced shows. This is a bright bit evening news with your hosts, Bill and Lady Die, Preston Schmolfeld. You know, but uh, I don't feel too bad. Yeah. Because all I need to do if I feel bad is uh, check out hogwash.com. Oh, God. And every Friday night, he does one of his little radio uh, programs. And uh, this one is called Blog Smoke. It's supposed to be gun smoke. Yeah, he's. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me do the voices here, because he doesn't usually use females, unless they're in subservient roles. Uh, fuck him. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wait, no, I think he has uh, I, Liz Smith. Okay, you be Smith, and I'll be everybody else, okay? Can you see that okay from where you are? Or should I enlarge in it? No, I can... I can All right. come over a little closer. Sound modem connecting. Fades up to full mic. Single shot. Ricochet. Music up and under. Recorded cut one. Around Twitter town and in the territory of the net, there's just one way to handle the harassers and the stalkers. And that's with an internet sheriff and the smell of blog smoke. Blog Smoke, starring W.J.J. Hogue, the story of the trolling that moved into the young internet, and the story of a man who moved against it. I'm that man, John Hogue, internet sheriff, the first man they look for, and the last they want to meet. My God, is that ever true? (laughs) (laughs) It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. A little? (laughs) Quiet restaurant background with jukebox playing oldies. Yeah, I enjoy these Friday night get-togethers, too. But I never have been able to stay for supper. There is some kind of family thing happening. No, the rest of us are single, Liz. Tonight, our youngest Cub Scout pack is having a picnic. I volunteered to help with the grill. All your kids are... Oh, wait, this is supposed to be a hug. All your kids are scouts, aren't they? Uh-huh. And they've all been in the same pack and troop their father was in. They even had some of the same leaders. No, really? Yeah. There were a couple of leaders in the troops who remembers them as boys back in the 50s. Door from the street opens and closes. Howdy, Sheriff. Come join us. Sure. Oh, wait. Sure. Let me snag a chat. And this is Hogue. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me do this again here. Uh. Sure! I forgot to do my hug. Let me snag a chair for another table! Oh, no, no, no need. I've got Scoop for a picnic with my son's Cub Scout pack. Isn't he in the pack where you go to church? 
Uh-huh. That's a fine old unit. Here it is, as a matter of fact. A fine old unit, wouldn't you say? <laughs> it hasn't been usable in years, but it was a fine old unit. I supported it when I was a unit commissioner and dis assistant district commissioner. If I remember correctly, your husband was in that pack. Yep, Bruce was. He had some good den leaders. One's now a judge, but I've got to get going. And chair moved back hand. There, okay. Here, uh, take my chair. Thanks, Liz. Restaurant background out. Here in Westminster, I, I, I expecting one of those pleasant. I'm reading it just like it's written. I expecting one of those pleasant summer evenings when it's nice to sit on the porch and sip a cold drink while listening to crickets and watching the lightning bugs. I'll be sipping mine, his lightning bugs, <coughs> from a Morum Aries Atigit travel mug. That stands for the ram has touched the wall. It's just one of the goodies exclusively available for you to spend your hard-earned cash on at the Hogwash store. Stop by today and spend some cash to support Team Lickspittle. You can also show your support by hitting the tip jar or by doing your Amazon shopping via the link on the homepage. And the restaurant sound comes back up. You're a waitress now. Okay, what can I get you, Sheriff? My usual cup of coffee and some sort of appetizer. No, a basket of rolls. <laughs> Good choice. A batch just came out of the oven. Anyone else? I could use a refill. I'll be right back. No, it's been pretty quiet this week, hasn't it? Mostly, I think I'm going to enjoy a weekend that I don't have to spend getting paperwork together for the upcoming week. So what are you going to do? Tomorrow I'm going fishing with Johnny Atsign. And tonight I'm going to do as little as possible. Even with a good imagination, we can't come up with stories as strange as the bomber and his buddies provide for episodes of Blog Smoke. The legal department wishes the following disclaimer read, Blog Smoke is a work of fiction. Anyone who feels it might be about him should read Proverbs 21, uh, 28.1. Be sure to tune in Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, for the next intriguing episode of Yours Truly, Johnny Atsign. And join us again Friday at 6 for another, oh, for alternating episodes of Blog Smoke and Blog Net. This is LBS, the Lickspittle Broadcasting System. Now, do you know what the purpose of that story was? Aside from the fact to, to mock you for being so frickin' quiet? Well, no, they're trying to instill fear in me. Uh, no, be, be because they're trying to make me believe that the judge in the Hoag's case was once a Cub Scout leader. Oh, God. And because I've written all that child pornography child about, porn. about peeing on Cub Scouts... I'm going to make an offer, and I'm going to make it right here and right now. I will pay $1,000 to as to the first person who comes up with a story I've written about Cub Scouts. You can't, because I haven't. I've written three comedy pieces about the stupidness of the right wing during the time around 2013 when the conservatives were all in a dither 
about gays being allowed into the Boy Scouts. Not the Cub Scouts. Boy Scouts. And I keep telling them this. I've never written a word about Cub Scouts. (laughs) Never! But no. They're idiots. Uh, Library Griffin, who is actually Nancy Gilly of Groton, Connecticut, says, As much as I enjoy their adventures, it's good to see them get some well-deserved downtime. (laughs) And Patrick Grady, I mean Paul Krendler, says, If you blink, you might miss it. And Security Flunky says, A judge, you say. And then uh, Kegs Under... Kagsundaram. Kagsundaram? Good luck pronouncing that. Kagsundaram says, The only den leader in the pack who never showed up at a pack outings was wearing a ladies' law enforcement t-shirt. Raid blue with raid yellow lettering. I have PMS and am armed. Any questions? <laughs> you know, they've, they've tried this already. To throw terror into my heart by informing me that the judge is a uh, former Cub Scout leader. And that's why I didn't catch that right away, because they've already tried it and know it didn't work. Well, they're idiots, is why. I mean, uh, let's see if there's anything else new on here. I did enjoy bringing that to you, however, to show you the difference between a creative mind... And a diseased mind. Uh, we saw this one earlier. I missed that uh, one. But... Um, about uh, his order for summary judgment being turned down. Everything is proceeding as he has foreseen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He foresaw that the judge would say no to his motion for summary judgment. So Sorry. that's why he filed it. <laughs> I tell you what. They're not the shiniest pennies in the change jar. That's not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. Indeed they are not. This is a bright bit evening news with your hosts, Bill and Lady Di, Preston Schmolfeld. Trump is not my president. 
We must all show our discontent. Trump is not our president. said exactly what I meant. Trump is not my president. This winter of our discontent, Trump is not my president. 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 Simply here to represent Trump is not my president. That might make me a malcontent. Trump is not my president. Not my president. Not my president. Not my president. said exactly what I meant. Trump, Trump is, is not, not my president. president. Trump is not my 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 president. Sure, it's only mine. I didn't vote for Ah, well, uh, neither did the majority of Americans who voted. <laughs> Uh, this is the uh, Bright Bit Evening News for Friday, June 9th, 2017. And uh, I got a phone call. Actually, I called the uh, South Carolina, the U.S. District Court for uh, the District of South Carolina's Florence Division today to find out if they had received all the uh, requisite paperwork they require for my uh, upcoming lawsuit against uh, W.J.J. Hoag, uh, Patrick Grady, a.k.a. Paul Krendler, uh, Eric P. Johnson, a.k.a. Bus Pass Office, and Sarah Palmer, a.k.a. Ashtara, or Ashtray, if you want to... Yeah. What her boyfriend uses her for. (laughs) Uh, And I'm told that all the paperwork is in order. The uh, case is now in proper form for service. And all we're waiting for now is the magistrate judge to look everything over and see if there's a case. If there is a case, then it'll go to the actual trial judge uh, for service of the summons by federal marshals. And uh, then the, the discovery process begins and so on so on and so forth and i promise here and now and i'm making this promise to you that if this judge this magistrate judge says or files her report and recommendation and says uh, there's not a case upon which relief can be granted here and the judge agrees with that 
then I'm just fucking done. Yeah. I'm, fu- I'm fucking done. But if the judge says, yeah, there's some meat on this bone, uh, let's take it to, to, to trial, I promise I am going to be a little badass bitch. I am going to be brutal. I am going to be unforgiving. I am going to use every trick in the book to get the justice that I've been denied for so long. And you know what? I need you to know, or to let me know, I should say, when they get around to mentioning you by your actual name. Yeah, well, you've got me for a witness as it is, because I've witnessed a lot of this bullshit. Yeah, you'll be a witness, but if they mention you by name in a defamatory fashion... Yeah. Then you will also be a plaintiff, and you won't be a witness anymore. We'll add you to the uh, complaint. They're not the brightest people in the world, so uh, I fully expect that someone will take that as a challenge. Chesterfield brings you the Hoggy Show. Hoggy! Slick and sly and schemey. Hoggy! Gets his shorts off early in Hoggy! When he plots to sue his foes. Whether Brett, Bill, or Matt, he's a vexatious cat. And he'll even tell some obvious lies. No matter! Cause Hoggy What is it now, you mammoth brute? Bear, have you seen Mama lately? Bear. You idiot, your mother died on Thanksgiving Day! Oh, yeah, I remember now. Have we buried her yet? I gotta talk to her about something. Could it be that at your advanced age you still do not understand the permanence of death? Uh, Everything but the word permanence. (laughs) Oh, God, the best thing about Connie being dead is that there's nobody to stop me anymore when I slap you around like the big baby that you are. How old am I anyway, Daddy? Uh, physically or mentally? Uh, the first one. Damned if I know, damned if I care. Now, bring me that stack of folders on the credenza. They contain my recent briefs in my lawsuit against... Brett Kimberlin and Bill Schmoller. Daddy, don't briefs belong in the underwear drawer? Not those kind of briefs, you big brooding lummox. I'm talking about legal briefs. Oh, yeah. Are those like uh, legal underwear? I can see you're going to be no help at all. Hand me the pile of folders over there on the credenza. Just give them to me. Uh, 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 what's a credenza? Oh, I have to do everything myself, I see. Look through these here, and I think I've got all my bases covered. Ah, uh, Kimberlin had his motion to dismiss. <laughs> Dismissed? <laughs> oh, and Schmalfeld hasn't even answered the last... Well, he says he answered the interrogatory, but he didn't answer it to my satisfaction. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait just a minute. I think I'm going to have to consult with my unofficial official attorney... Worthing attorney at law. I call him because he doesn't charge me anything. 
It's me, Hoggy. I've called to ask you a question about Schmalfeld's interrogatory. I see. Uh, did he finally get around to answering you? Uh, he says he did, but I'm not satisfied with the method he chose to answer me. And uh, what method was that, Hoggy? He sent me an email, for God's sake. Daddy, how do you get underwear onto the internet? Ow. Ignore him. That's just my bloated progeny, my misspent sperm talking. Uh, yes, I remember my father, Aaron Worthing Sr., talked a lot about misspent sperm. I don't know who he was referring to as I was an only child. Be that as it may, Aaron, is it true that uh, I can choose the terms by which Schmalfeld answers the interrogatory? In other words, you're asking if it's permissible to change horses in midstream. Precise! And uh, uh, remind me, how much are you paying me for this advice? Well, uh, nothing, of course. We, we've agreed to help each other in our various legal uh, misadventures. Ah, yes, nothing. Well, in that case, uh, whatever you say, Hoggy, if you uh, want to change the rules in midstream, I'm sure the judge will have no problem agreeing with whatever you say. I knew it. Thank you, Aaron. I'll call you again if I need you. Uh, Daddy? What now? Uh, uh, should we send clean underwear this time, or do you want to send the ones I pooped You'll be the death of me yet, boy. <laughs> This is a bright bit evening news with your hosts, Bill and Lady Die, Preston Schmolfeld. Looky here, boys. We got us one of those prostitutes. Oh, uh, you know what the guards are supposed to do? That's right. It's a whole lot easier on you, honey, if you just lay down and accept the fact that you're about to be pounded to death by handfuls of rock. Okay. All right, everybody, get your rocks over here. We got a pile of rocks. Come on, get them. We're going to stone the whore. Who is that? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That was the first one! Mother, you know I love you with all my heart, but sometimes you really yank my chain. Yeah, moms can be like that. This is the Bright Bit Evening News for Friday, June 9th. Uh, Father's Day is next Sunday, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'm very excited about that, didn't I? 
Uh, more Trump news. Uh, it's bad enough, you know, when the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing in the Trump administration. But Which is all the time, because Trump trusts no one. Yeah, but when the right hand picks up a hatchet and begins hacking away at the other hand, uh, that's a whole different problem. <laughs> uh, President Donald Trump contradicted his own Secretary of State today, hours after Rex Tillerson called on Gulf states to ease their blockade on Qatar. We call on the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, and Egypt to ease the blockade against Qatar, Tillerson said. There are humanitarian consequences to this blockade. We are seeing shortages of food, families are being forcibly separated, and children pulled out of school. We believe these are unintended consequences, especially during this holy month of Ramadan, but they can be addressed immediately. Now that reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. Okay, that's the sort of thing that a reasonable Secretary of State would say. And you know the administration would not let him say that if the president was not on board, right? <laughs> not in this administration. Well, we have no idea whether Trump was aware of Tillerson's statement or if he could even find the nation of gutter on a map. However, he wasted no time letting the world community know this afternoon that Tillerson's words were meaningless. The nation of Qatar, unfortunately, has historically been a funder of terrorism at a very high level, he said, before referencing his meeting with the uh, Arab Islamic American Summit on May 21st in Saudi Arabia. And in the wake of that conference, nations came together and spoke to me, to me. They spoke to me about confronting God, uh, could, uh, guitar over its behavior. So we had a decision to make. Do we take the easy road or do we finally take hard but necessary action? We have to stop the funding of terrorism. Best part? <laughs> Trump made these remarks at this afternoon's Rose Garden press conference with his neutered Secretary of State sitting front row center. Oh. <laughs> oh, if Anybody? I were Sessions, I would have wanted to murder him right there and then. <laughs> no, it wasn't Sessions, it was Tillerson. Oh, Tillerson. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you finally made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But if it were Tillerson, I would want to kill him back right there. Honey, I have to go down to the video store and rent some new video games. Would you check the car for bombs, please? I'm tired of having to go under the car and check it for bombs. My knees are all scuffed up, my fingernails are broken, my knuckles are scuffed and scratched, and I just don't feel attractive anymore. Well, somebody has to do it, and I'm sure not gonna. Why not Rent-A-Wave? Rent-A-Wave? That's right, Rent-A-Wave. When the Christian World Adoption Agency went bankrupt earlier this year, there were still a few stockholders with a few bucks to spend, so they incorporated and formed Rent-A-Wave. Now, if you have a minefield that needs clearing, or a car that needs to be checked for bombs, or anything dangerous like that, rent a wave for the low, low price of $7,500, plus extra fees, which we'll tell you about after you sign the contract. We'll deliver to you an Ethiopian toddler, not quite able to walk yet, but they can crawl real good. Rent-A-Wave, eh? How does it work? Well, here's what we do. In your situation, we put a diaper on the waif made of material known to automatically set off hidden bombs. You take a little critter out to the garage and set him on the ground and he starts crawling around and if there's a bomb in your car... Well, it sounds pretty good, but I'm I'm still not convinced. That's a lot of money. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many times I ran into that line of resistance. Here, look at this video. See how the little critters just 
crawling right through that minefield. Yep, the mercenary soldiers just stand there and watch as the sweet little darling just makes his way casually through the minefield until suddenly... <laughs> there's one! But the minefield's not clear yet, so they set down another baby! And the same thing, of course, happened. Now, once the soldiers have a clear path through the minefield, they're able to proceed, and all that's been lost is a few Ethiopian babies. Gosh, that sounds like it would work great. Oh, it's guaranteed. Not an actual guarantee. But what if there's not a bomb in the car? I don't want to have to take care of a baby every day. Simple. If you check the car and it turns out that there are no bombs, you call us and we come and pick up the baby. And deliver the baby back to your house the next time you need to take the car out. Wow, honey, that sounds like the answer to our prayers. Yeah, rental wave sounds great. Who do I call? One five 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 rental wave. That's one five 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 rental wave. That's one five five rental wave. Probably is not legal in your community. Three weeks later. Honey, I need to take the car to the video store again and get some new games. Would you go check for bombs? We don't have to check for bombs anymore, Aaron. Now that we've got Rent-A-Wave. All right, you little crumb snatcher. Get under the car and see what you can find. <laughs> Another couple saved by Rent-A-Wave. Well, the weekend is upon us, and uh, we've got big plans for tomorrow. In case anybody's uh, looking to assassinate me, uh, Lady Di, where would they find me tomorrow? Uh, over at over at the uh, park near my sister's. Is this the one by the... No, that, that, that was out in... Uh, that was in Lake City. Lake, Lake City. Okay, so the park near where your sister lives... We're going to be eating grilled meat, as I understand. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, aim carefully is all I can say, and we'll see you Monday. This has been the Bright Bit Evening News. I don't even know why I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll catch you on Monday. Have a good one. Unless I fall out of bed again. You've been listening to the Bright Bit Evening News with Bill and Lady Di, Preston Schmalfeld. Visit our website, brightbitnews.com. That's spelled B-R-E-I-T-B-I-T-News.com. And for the real news, visit us at brightbartunmasked.com. The Bright Bit Evening News is a listener-supported production of Deep Brain Media. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Have a pleasant, bright bit evening. And I just want to mention before we go that uh, brightbitnews.com will have a link to the uh, iTunes podcast that you can subscribe to. Also, you will notice there's a donation button. I didn't put it there just because it looks good. This is listener-supported podcasting, so your help is appreciated. See you Monday.